All right. Hey, everyone. Uh, thanks for joining me today on Casual Nonsense. Uh, if it's not too much trouble, I'd really appreciate if you would subscribe or follow uh, this show on whatever podcast player of your choice is. Uh, then you'll have a happy surprise every single Tuesday when uh, a new episode comes out. Also, if you think that you or someone that you know would make a great guest or really even just a pretty good guest, uh, don't be shy. Uh, reach out and let's figure it out. We can get something done. Okay, today I had the pleasure of speaking with Kevin Goatee. Uh, he is the host of the Gutting the Sacred Cow podcast. Uh, I hope that you enjoy our conversation. Uh, and when you're done with this one, uh, give his show a listen. Uh, I believe that you'll be hooked after just one episode. All right, Mr. Kevin Goatee. What's going on, man? Welcome to the show, brother. Yo, what's going, buddy? How you been? <sighs> just, just trying to make it in this podcast world, man. It's uh, it's a lot of fun, but it's a lot more work than you read about in the brochure. You know that's for sure. What brochure was that? I missed that. I didn't get that. <laughs> yeah, somewhere in the webs, on the interwebs. You know what I mean? Um, so listen, man. I, uh, you know, I, I've been checking out your show, and uh, oh, thanks. So it's first off, you know, I I think you're right, which is why I'm glad we're talking here today because um, you, what I like about it the most, and we'll get into some details, I suppose. But I love the energy that you bring. Uh, oh, thanks. You know, I find that you're consistent with that, and I think that's one of the struggles that I get is. You know, I tend to feed off the guests a little bit, and I've had some some shows that I record with people, and if it's not that interesting, then I'm not that interesting. You know, it's like if they don't have any energy, <laughs> I'm like, what are we talking about, right? So, right. Um, so, what's impressive to me is, I mean, you just seem to be naturally charismatic, which which is what you want in a host, and uh, you know, I got to work on that for myself, but I'm getting there. Yeah, you sure do. <laughs> damn it. Damn it. We're like Chris Farley here. Like, that was awesome. Um, <laughs> so, all right. So your podcast, uh, Gutting the Sacred Cow. Tell me about yes, that sir. a little bit. Where, where does that name come from? What, what is that about? Uh, where did the name come from? Basically, it's... So the name comes from me saying, I got to stand out, and I want to tell everybody what the title is, in a sense, with in, in, within the title, you know, in one kind of phrase. And the, that's what the film does. We invite guests to pick a film they find overrated or hate to try and convince us to see their argument. But here's the twist. It's got to meet one of these criteria. Widely beloved, critically acclaimed, or a financial success. So you can't come on and go, well, Friday the 13th, Part 8's a real piece of shit. Yeah, we know that, uh, obviously. <laughs> so what we're doing is we're having these guests come on and really take the tits out of these sacred cows. So I thought gutting kind of really okay. hit and then, then, then sacred cow, and there you have it. That makes sense now. Okay. So because I, I think the first couple episodes I listened to, I must have missed the uh, the the description of it because I'm listening. And one of the first ones I listened to, and I, I talked about with this a little bit about you, was uh, like Breakfast Club. I, I grew up loving that movie and I'll be honest, I listened to your show about it and like you really turned me around. I'm like, you know, I enjoyed it for what it was back in the day. But when you start really diving into uh, how much that movie would not hold up today, I was like, man, I got news for you. It never held up in the beginning. You guys all <laughs> fell, under the, fell under the spell of John uh, Hughes, who I love a lot of his movies, but he's the epitome of hit and miss with me. Anything with Molly Ringwald he's done, I absolutely hate. Anything he's done without her has been pretty much good. I got to go back and think. But, you know, I love Uncle Buck. I love Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. And obviously, I love Ferris Bueller's Day Off. But, God damn, do I hate 16 Candles, (laughs) Breakfast Club, and 
Um, what's the other one that she did? Why am I blanking on it? Pretty in Pink. Did it? Yeah, all three of those have been done on this podcast. Remember, and the guests, by the way, the guests pick the films. We don't. We don't say, uh, you're going to do Pretty in Pink this week. No, the guests pick the films that they find overrated or hate. So this is not me going, all right, here's my axe to grind. Okay, so they've no. so they come to you or whatever, and they say, hey, I want to trash this movie. or you know, And you say, okay, come on and convince me why it's trash. And then you're you you're Switzerland in the middle, right? You let them convince you one way or the other, and then you get to express your thoughts. Well, to be fair, no one has fully ever convinced me to go from, oh, it's great to, oh, or, or, my, or my co-host too. Oh, it's great to, oh, it sucks. The movie rewatch will do that for us. <laughs> They'll make points. Like, there have been plenty of people who have made great points where I'm like, you know what? God, I got to knock my score down half a point or a point. So that way it's it's I give them credit that way, but no one has ever said like I, I from a film I completely love to go completely hate. If that's the case, it's because the film itself gutted it on its own merit. <laughs> right, right. Well, I think that's the case, right? You watch a movie and uh and, and I'll say this with uh, maybe not the most recent phase of Marvel movies, right? But if you say you you just want to be entertained, right? You're just distracted by the shinies and the bells and whistles. And I'm for me, like every time a Marvel movie came out with exception to the, maybe the last year or so or up until end game. Right. I, I was so excited because I'm like, Oh, what's going to happen next? Where are we? You know? And then if you go back and rewatch some of those and I've seen them a handful of times, but some of them are really tough to rewatch again. And I started, like what? uh, well, I mean, for one, uh, any of the Ant-Man's, uh, the first one I really like cause I love Paul Rudd, but, Ant-Man 2 is tough. I mean, they're all, they all continue the story. Um, so most I'd say most of the sequels, with exception to maybe the Captain America sequels. You know what I mean? Um, and then right. it makes me start thinking about other movies where you see it in the theater or the, for the first time, and you're like, oh, wow, that's that was cool. And then if you start really dissecting it a little bit, um, you could say, wow, like that that wasn't that good the second time. And I grew up in the watching nineties action movies. Like you're talking like almost the epitome of, you know, you talk like Stallone movies or whatnot that I've probably seen 20 to 30 times each. And if you watch them now, you'd be like, hey, it's entertaining. Cause it's nostalgic, but you know, same thing with the breakfast club, right? Like some things just aren't going to hold up these days. So you have to take it for what it is. So I don't know. Like I'm a good, I'm a big star Wars fan. And I just watched mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi in theaters. And, so did I. Uh, did you took see- the kid to go see it too. Oh, okay. nice. There you go. Uh, me and my me and my son went, but he's 23, so <laughs> not so much a kid, right? But uh, right. But it was, you know, I've seen it so many times. Uh, I don't think I've ever. I don't remember anyway ever seeing it in the movie theater. And uh, yeah, like it was all right. I wasn't like blown away by it just because. Maybe because I knew it was going to happen. It's definitely the worst of the trilogy, and it's funny because I actually put Jedi when I was younger up above Empire. I put Star Wars, then Jedi, then Empire. Because I And to this day, it's still amazing, but that last act with Luke and Vader is untouchable. Still is, and of course, the final attack on the Death Star is amazing. But it's... Han Solo gets a lot of his tits taken out in this in this edition. He's, he's mailing it in. Harrison Ford is... It's not near as fun. He's not near as fun of a character. It doesn't have much really to play with. And it's just... I, There's still it's Ewoks. good. I like it still. <laughs> I don't care about the... See, the Ewoks are a lazy argument, I think. It really... I think people blamed what some of the reasons I just gave of why the Jedi faults are there on the Ewoks. I think the Ewoks are just a scapegoat. Are they the best? No, they're not the best. But do they really take the movie down that much? No, they don't. Uh, another thing, too, about Jedi, 
I never was on board with this, but Boba Fett is the big one of the biggest bitches in movie history, and everyone was all <laughs> fucking gaga over him for years. It's insane. Hell, Kevin Kevin Smith did a soliloquy about him as one of the characters, and I think it was Clerks. And it's just, Boba Fett sucks. Boba Fett didn't do shit in Empire a little bit, a little bit here and there. In Jedi, he goes out like a complete bitch. He does nothing, nothing. And he goes heralded as one of those badass movie characters. I think Boba Fett stinks. Well, it was the mystery. Uh, at the time, it was the mystery because you got this cool action figure that at one point had a rocket that shot. And you didn't have that right. up then. And then they had to cancel that rocket that shot because kids were choking on it, right? Um, right. So I think that might have been part of the part of the mystique around him. Because you're right, he doesn't do anything in there. Uh, you see him and there was a Christmas special or the, whatever that cartoon was. And that was trash. Um, but you didn't see much of him until... Until recently, right? Right. Uh, I used to uh, I used to have a lot of, like, when I was a kid, I had a lot of G.I. Joe guys and the Star Wars figures. And the beginning of Jedi was, like, essentially the theme of every time I played with action figures. I had a couple guys that had to go in and rescue a couple guys, and that was it. That was my – that was my and, they, and they, every other bad guy I had, they just went against them. So, so Jedi always had a, a nice place in my heart because of that, but – right. Uh, on your Harrison Ford thing, though, he wanted to be killed off after Empire. So that's that may be part of that, right? Where he was just like, all right, I'll take your money, but I don't really want to do this movie. Well, that and he also had the success of Raiders come out, and that just really kind of shot him over the moon. And then a year after Jedi came out was Temple of Doom, and that just put him in the stratosphere. Are you excited for the, the new Jones movie? Absolutely not. No? Okay. No. The last one was dog shit. <laughs> yeah. And he's 75 or whatever. He's Again, we're going back to the well with the Nazis again. That's true. Yep. yep. Oh, my God. And now it's going to be the daughter. Look, Sheila Booth didn't work. It's it, No. Well, he went cuckoo, he right? He needs like... to be the guy chasing her around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He needs to be the one chasing shit around. That's what we want to see. We don't want to... Female adventures are fine. Have your own movie. Just like stupid-ass Ocean's 8. If you want to have a bunch of female <laughs> bank robbers, cool. But why do you have the need to pile to, to, to kind of cling to the coattails of an original franchise? And if you saw Ocean's 8, you damn well saw that this had nothing to do with the original guys except for a couple of cameos. And oh, by the way, Sandra Bullock happens to be George Clooney, who died in this movie apparently. <laughs> Uh, her brother, big yeah. fucking deal. So no, no be female action heroes. That's why Tomb Raider is great. That's why Ray for Star Wars works too. But having this, let's pile on in the in the franchise. No, we don't want that. Cut the shit. Well, that's I know Ray was kind of doing the same thing with Star Wars, but the way they opened it, it was her own chapter, and that's it. Not really running off the coat. a little bit off the coattails of Skywalker, but it's a whole thirty years later thing, different story. But I just have no desire to see Indy, especially four left such a sour taste in my mouth. One is okay. I can argue, th- I can definitely argue three is better. Two is is good. I think Temple of Doom is really good. I think one is so, it, it's, it's inconsequential. Everyone loves Ra- Raiders so much. Obviously, it's an important film. But yeah. the problem is this. Indy is inconsequential to what goes on in the film. Because the Nazis were going to find the Ark anyway and die anyway. <laughs> Why do they need Indiana Jones in here for I guess I have to go back and take a closer look at that because I, I wasn't looking at it that way. You know, I'm over here, uh, you know, I'm distracted by the, the glitter. I'm like, oh, what a good movie. There's so much action. I'm not, I'm not looking at it from yeah. a uh, – no, that, And that's great. That's all great too. It's all great. Yeah. I just – everyone goes gaga over it. I go, ah, I mean, Crusade's better. Again, 
maybe I'm cheating because of Sean Connery's his dad, which really gets it. But I thought the plot for uh, Temple for Grail was, was better for Crusade. Excuse me. Well, I mean, you you got some. I don't want to say peak Sean Connery because he was 007, but that's the Sean Connery that I know and love from from that era. And uh, you know, rest in peace for him. I wish he did more movies towards the end of his career, but it just didn't work out for him, I guess. What Medicine Man didn't get your dick hard? <laughs> nope, nope, not not even a little bit. League <laughs> um, of Extraordinary Gentlemen didn't get you going either. If you, uh, I read a little something on him where he he just picked the wrong movies. You know, I don't, I don't know how it works in Hollywood, but there was a he had a couple of near misses where uh, I think after like Untouchables or something like that, like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, for example. Like when you said that, it made me remember he was supposed to uh, like that was supposed to be like a franchise that was coming in that was going to be like a ten pole for certain things. Yeah, and it and just boy was it terrible. Yeah, it would just threw up a shit sandwich, so it just wasn't good. But, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, anyway, so uh, let me ask you this. So uh, you were yeah. – did I see that you were a comedian? Is that your is that your background yeah. or are you just, you're just naturally yeah, funny? Yeah, D- did it, well, that too, I guess. I don't know. It depends on who you ask. But, I mean, I, I did that for about 13 years. It's really kind of weighing down for me. I'll do spots here and there, but nowhere near – out and about as I was, I just kind of lost the right before COVID. Like I was kind of like, eh, I don't know, man, what's going on here? Just not getting that same joy. It's a grind. I mean, I have a day job too. I do a diagnostic sales now. It's just, and you know, I'm a dad, so got to be around for the kid doing stuff like that. And it's just the the payout, the payoffs weren't there as much with stand up for me anymore. And then when the pandemic hit, that just really hit home for me going, you know what? I don't miss it. And then I had the podcast, Gutting the Sacred Cow podcast, start back in October. The October before, before um, pandemic is when it started. So when it was still in its infancy. I mean, pandemic was March 20th or no, March 18th. So yep. five months later, I mean, this thing is still brand new. I think at that time we were probably, let's do the math. So five episodes, five months, five episodes, four months. So about 20 episodes in. So thank God, because then I got to do all this unsexy behind this behind the scenes bullshit work during the pandemic and really build up the podcast while that happened. And I was able to see the gains of my efforts. So that's when I said, you know what, man? Just keep it Pivoting rolling. Full tour to the podcast. Yeah, it's, I could do everything at home. I could work on it at home. I could still, you know, work on pitching shows at home, you know, here and there. So that's... That's the uh, that's the gist. But you you were you were going to clubs and, and whatnot like that was the, yeah. the full spectrum, yeah. huh? All right. Yep. Uh, I got a friend of mine who's trying to do some of that too. He does like hosts and whatnot. Tell him so. don't. <laughs> Tell him. <laughs> well, he does his own podcast too, and they do some shows. And, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's 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 a, listen, man. It takes a special person to do it. It's not for the weak. Yeah, for sure. Believe me, it's it takes. It, it, Gino Biscani said it best. He said you have to have a mental disorder to want to do this for the rest of your life. Where there's no safety net, there's no syllabus, there's no nothing. Well, so. what's the percentage of uh, comedians that like make it big, so to speak? Right? Like, I mean, you know the big names that are out there, maybe like a Seinfeld or you know Adam Sandler or something like that, but few and far between, right? I mean, you're gonna get maybe some gigs in a movie. You might have some, you know, I don't know, some TV show appearances. I don't know, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, that it's just that fucking easy, isn't it? <laughs> it's <laughs> just, not that easy. It's nowhere listen, near Kevin, that easy. Are you shitting me? <laughs> just be funny, bro. Just be funny. That's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? It, it, it used to be just that. But now it's, oh, we're not looking for straight white guys. Sorry. If you are if you are a minority that is, is of a different orientation, and God damn, if you're a... Uh, if you uh, are gender fluid or, or trans or whatever, holy shit, the world is your oyster now. 
<laughs> so there, it's more of a, or what your and also what are your social media numbers? I know a lot of people. That's I know fair. a ton of people who are farther along than they should be because they have better social media marketing skills than people who are way funnier than they are. Which this is not a meritocracy, and I learned that, and it's maddening. But that is the way of the world in this in this arena. A lot. Listen, a lot. A lot of times it does, but the, some. A lot of times the best people aren't getting those top tier cracks because of again what the industry is looking for. Yeah, you know what, and I see a lot of that too. As I as I started getting into you know podcasting and learning about it, I've been trying to do the research that I can, and that's what you see. Like, who's an influencer? Who's doing this? I've actually talked to some people to about coming on the show, and I could tell a little bit from them. They're like, Oh, well, how many, you know, how many followers you have, how many listeners you have. And I knew as soon as they asked that question, uh, I'm like, all right, well, you know, I guess you'll let me know then, you know what I mean? And I'm not going to lose sleep over it. I'm going to move on to the next one. Well, it also, it also depends on your podcast. I mean, I'm, we're not all that big, but I just, I'm happy to say I've got Dr. Drew coming on in two weeks to do our podcast. The, uh, the sex therapist there from MTV years ago. The one, the one, the one and the only. Yeah. That's cool. I, um, yeah, I mean, again, through a little bit of help with a buddy, but it's, 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 you, you can get there. It was easier with pandemic, obviously, because people were sitting on their asses and stuff. I mean, I had Anthony, Anthony Kumi on, I was at his, uh, doing it while he was at his house and Dave Landau got me in with him. So there, I mean, there are other people that will do it. It's just, you have to reach out to the publicists, you know, people, people like myself are, uh, or, or attention horse like, oh, you have me on your podcast as long as it's not a complete shit show. Right, then I'll right. do it. So, what are you going to talk about with Doctor Drew? Are you going to do a movie, or he's going to gonna... get a movie? He's doing a movie. Okay, okay. Can you reveal what it is? And or... yeah, he's going to do one flew over the cuckoo's nest. How, <laughs> all right. How, what a, what a, what a choice that is, right? For him, especially with all the. I thought you were going to say he's, he's going to do like White Man Can't Jump or some like some Tupac movie he or something. Like... Do, he wanted to do. He wanted to do two thousand one a space odyssey. Like oh, that's awful. Emails. We already did on the podcast. That's why I said that. It's <sighs> yeah, it's terrible. He uh or Mash. He wanted to do Mash or Two Thousand One: A Space Odyssey, and then I threw him a, a bunch of ones, and he said, "Oh, okay, let's do Cuckoo's Nest." I go, "Cool." <laughs> so, there so, we go. so do you go through and rewatch the movies again before the show? Every single episode. Yep. Oh boy. All right. Well, that's uh, that's a good job. You get. Well, I don't want to say you get paid to watch movies because I don't know if you get paid for doing it, but. At least you can try. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Do you ever do any, um, do you ever do TV shows or you don't get into the. Nope. 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 No series. Only films. Okay. Yeah. I was scrolling through some of, uh, some of the old ones. We're going to watch every fucking episode before the show airs. Am I going to watch, am I going to watch nine episodes, nine seasons of The Office before this happens? No. That's (laughs) like, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll release that episode next month once I'm done catching up to all the episodes. Could you imagine? Could you do Breaking Bad for me? <laughs> yeah, that's oh, my man. favorite show of all time. You would you would run into an absolute meat grinder if you try to do Breaking Bad with me because it's oh no, I love the show. But the the point was just their hour long episodes and there's like what five six seasons. No, I know, but yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's. I like, just I finished watching the last season of Better Call Saul actually, uh, so I'm I'm officially all caught up on everything. So uh, good. Uh, good I was on that. Uh, I was on that from Jump, so I didn't have to get caught up on anything. Okay, I had to wait for the last season to be streamed because I canceled. I, I cut the cord, as they say, uh, so I had to wait for it to be available. I didn't want to illegally stream anything, <laughs> so I kept it. I kept it right. And Why? there's plenty of other stuff on TV. So <laughs> I was gonna say what? Well, I didn't. I was in no rush. You know what I mean? I was like, all right, I'll just start over. I think I went back 
to the previous season just to remember where I left off and just I just powered it out over a weekend. Um, right. Anyway, so uh, so your your show now, right? One thing I noticed too, uh, it's 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 good production, right? Like you got you got a theme song, you got sections, so that's pretty cool. You've got you got some ads in there. Uh, how long did it take to get you that like that established? Did you start? Because I, admittedly, I didn't listen to the first two episodes, so I don't know where you started at. But uh, where does that like? Did you just evolve every so often? You just kind of said, "Oh, let's let's add this to the show. Let's do this." The the segments, all that was in place from day one. This the the theme song came not long thereafter, and the ads are some ads I do our host read where we've gotten them. I've had, we've had, we were pretty early in the game. We got a website, a gambling website to advertise with us. Um, an ad agency we've had for a little bit. And then with our current pod course, podcast platform, excuse me, we have, uh, they just insert ads randomly and they just pay you on based on how many downloads you get for your episode. And, and Oh really? That. Uh, yep. cause I, some of them is your, uh, some of them your voice then I hear your voice doing commercials or no oh yeah no, I, no like, like I said we've de- I've had several uh, a good amount of ads that, that they reach out and go yeah 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 let's advertise and uh, they send the script and they'll send some uh, samples to, to to do and just so I can talk about them do you do, you do uh, the voiceover work you get do any cartoons or anything no I don't do cartoon voices I do voiceover work in fact I was doing an audition right before I hopped on with you oh no yeah kidding. that's uh it's yeah, it's uh, it's it's. I was doing a work. I almost got to the point. God, like a dumbass. I I switched agencies, and the one I was working with, the real two I was working with. I mean, I was getting consistent work to the point where I said, "Man, I think I'm ready. To, I can quit, quit corporate America in a few more months of this." <laughs> yep. And I, then I then I got greedy and went for a larger agency because they had access to you know pitching shows and stuff. To, to networks, which which is my end game for me, is is getting some of these shows I've created out there. And after like six months, three months, or six months, I forgot they let me go. They they didn't even. <laughs> it was, yeah. uh, never Too mind. Imagine. But basically, but yeah, they said no, you haven't booked anything. And I was like, all right, well that sucks. And then I went back to the other agency, and I don't. I guess they said, well, I guess you cut. They didn't say it, but I guess it was kind of like, hey, you left us. We'll take you back, but we're not going to put you at the forefront as much. So that was that sucked, but whatever. Live and learn. Next time, yep. just never tell them that you're you're quitting that agency to go work for another agency and just work for both. Just no, and then go. work that shit out later. Well, I guess I'm. So if you hire an agency and they're telling you you're not booking anything, aren't they supposed to do those bookings for you? Or you're like you audition? Well, you get the you get the, the you got the auditions and then you just didn't get it. Yeah, you know, that's it. I mean, oh okay. I forgot who said it. I think it was like Jake Gyllenhaal said, if you book one out of ten auditions, you are absolutely fucking killing it. Really? Oh, okay. Total yeah, numbers game. That's huh? how hard that shit is. But yeah, and when I was in, first out of the gates, really, I, mean, I was booking pretty consistently. Untouchable, right? Of course, you walk in, like you said, you're like, nothing to it. Like, this is easy. Why is why isn't everybody doing this? This is great. Until, well, I mean, until it's yeah, not. Well, right? I get the point. Yeah. Well, yeah. that and just, you know, maybe I was in a big fish in a small pond and I was getting that way, which is which is just fine. But I, I don't know the reason, but it, it sucked when I had to realize, uh-oh, should have never left. My, my buddy told me, he's like, dude, just work all three. Don't tell the other ones that you're quitting them because they wanted, they wanted me to quit them and uh, not sign a contract, which, okay, whatever, uh, guaranteed, and then uh, whatever. Here we are. Hmm. Lesson learned, kids. So where do you typically find uh, the guests for your show? Um you got some, you got some are these just friends that you know or people that like comedians that you just over the years who just developed an audience? Uh a lot of in the beginning it was. 
And then a lot of it is through friends of people I've made friends with on the show. Like, oh, you would be great on this show. Let me put you on an uh, an email, an introduction email. Like Bill Schultz, who you've, you'll see, he, he's our most, you know, he's the most recurring guest we have on the show. And I love Bill to death. I think Bill I just heard him. Did, did he do, um, I was listening to it today, actually. I think it was him. Um, uh, Red Dawn. Was he done Red Dawn? Yeah, he was guest hosting on that. That's where that was one of our episodes yeah. where we have one of our listeners. We give them a crack every so often to pick a film as opposed to some kind of quote unquote celebrity. Yeah, yeah. Schultz is Schultz is great. Schultz is awesome. Schultz used to work for Red Eye on Fox. Not was it Red Eye? I guess it was. It was, it was sorry, with Gutfeld. With Gutfeld, he was on. So he had access to all these people, all these different writers and 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 people. And he's he's one of my. He gives me so many people. He gave me Doctor Drew. So it's been fun. Like, so he's been oh, nice. great with that. But yeah, other people we've made friends with on the podcast circuit. Like, oh, you know, I'll I'll look on Twitter. We'll have them on. If they're good, I'll have them back. If they suck, I won't. Or, you know, and, and that's the case. But yeah, it's just going. a lot of it's me going on Twitter, like hitting people up that I think would be interesting to have in the podcast. That's cool. Yeah, that's see, that's the stuff that I'm looking at now is I'm trying to figure out what's the best way to do that. Um, so you're probably the second uh, stranger that I've uh, that I've talked to. You know what I mean? And to me, it was weird at first, right? So the first when I first started this, I was like, well, let me just let me see who I know that's interesting. And I was like, I could get a dozen people, and then just see what happens. Maybe you get friends of friends or whatever the case is. Uh, but then as I, you know, like I said, in the brochure that I'm reading, which is uh, you know tells you exactly how to be successful at podcasting. You know, it's like you just got to reach out and try to, you know, d- you know be be friendly. Like you said, if you're on Twitter, you reach out to people, just check out other people's shows and see what happens. Right. Exactly. <clears throat> oh, that's awesome, dude. Uh, what I notice you don't do on your show, uh, and maybe you have a reason for it is I don't hear a lot of like sound bites. You know what I mean? Like you're not cutting clips for these movies. Is that too cheesy? Too much work? You just not interested in that? Too much work and you'll get flagged for it too. Oh really? Especially on YouTube. You- YouTube's a bunch of pains in the asses. Yeah. Can't you get away with like so many seconds? No, maybe I don't know. I just, I'm 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 doing it's this all with myself. Ninety five percent is by myself, so okay. I'm. Uh, even just, the even no. the artwork. <laughs> are you, are you, I don't even. A- no, the artwork. The artwork is is done by one of the fans of our show. Like the he. It was funny if you go look at earlier episodes, you'll see me and and the. It, it's kind of there's a reason why it's really tongue in cheek because I absolutely suck in graphic design, but I thought that was the kind of the charm of it. And then one of our listeners was like, dude, I can do this for you for free without a problem. I'm more than happy to do it. Just tell me the movie you're watching and who the guests are. And I'll yeah, do it for faces you. And, just, and... They were just, yeah, they were just tired of seeing me just be an absolute shit show with some of these uh, <laughs> art pieces. Well, it's I started doing the same thing. I was I was like, well, that's not my expertise either. So I was just, I wanted to put something out there. And, you know, one of my daughters is like, dad, you can't. Like, let me, let me try to do something like, so we're, we're still evolving it, but she's like, so now she does all like, she's like, just send me who's on it. Send me what it's about. I'll put it together. And she's off at college. So, you know, I just hit her up earlier in the week and tell her what's going on. And she sends me stuff, which is kind of cool, which is, you know, it's one less thing I have to worry about. And, you know, it's more important that it's with one of my kids. Right. So now it's, you know, they're, they're involved, whether they want to be or not, but. Yeah, you're paying for her to go to college for Christ's sake. Might as well burn her keep. <laughs> right, that's true too. Like, yeah, you want to eat dinner? Well, then you're going to do the artwork tonight. That's just the way it's going to be. Eat dinner? Down. How about I'm paying your tuition or at least contributing <laughs> to it? Oh, that's solid. That's solid. Um, 
No, that's really cool, man. Uh, so we were starting, uh, initially we were going to do a movie podcast and then, um, I don't know. I just pivoted. I was like, I just want to talk to different, different people at different walks of life. Um, and I just, you know, what I realized too, and, and you kind of pointed this out to me when we talked uh, uh, like a week or so ago, there's so, there's so many movie review podcasts out there. Um, and, and that's, I think where yours kind of stands out a little bit because, cause you do it from a unique perspective. You're not just kind of sucking on the teeth of that movie being like, Oh, this is director is fantastic. And I like what he did here. Like it's you're so boring. Yeah. It's like so you're looking boring. at it from a different angle, which I think is cool. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the goal. It's take something that's already been established and have it in like a very different look and twist to it because you're right. You just said it. Every movie jerk off review podcast is out there thinking that they're, their opinion is so important. And again, unless you're somebody famous or unless you're someone who's so fucking funny and memorable right. that it catches fire, no one gives a shit. And, I think, and, I've, and I've had to learn that, hey, as, as cool as I think this, this idea is, people don't give a shit. It's different. It'll definitely catch the eye. And then it's my job to hook them and keep them, you know, hook them in there. But... You got to give people a reason to give a shit, especially with this ADD generation we have now. Yeah, right. I mean, well, you want to entertain them, right? So if it's, you know, yeah. if whether it's a half an hour or an hour and a half or, or anywhere in between, um, you know, you just want to give them a reason to have it on, you know, and that's, I think that's the key. It doesn't matter what you're talking about as long as you can, like you said, stay stay focused long enough to say, oh, that was interesting enough where I'll go back and listen to it again. You know, when I look at movie stuff or movie podcasts now, I usually, I look for specific movies. You know, I look for the ones that I know that I enjoyed and I say, well, let me see what, what this person's rocking and I'll go through. I don't just take the quick pick. You know, I want to say, Hey, what do they think about this movie? How do they get into it? And, and do they share the same views as me? Or are they bringing up something that maybe I didn't realize, you know, cause what you find out is when you start diving into these movies, you know, whether you're using wiki or IMDB or just any of the other hundred sites out there that might have dirt on whatever was happening at the time of that movie, you know, that's the interesting stuff to me. So when you start pulling out numbers, like who was almost cast in this role or who was almost, you know, this person auditioned, but didn't get it, or they were fighting on the set or things like that. That's the stuff I want to know. You know, that's the stuff that's interesting. Right. And I don't, and I don't want to have to go read and find it, you know? Uh, yeah. That, 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 that stuff. If you listen to the podcast, you know, I love the, well, who could have had this role? Like we, and we just taped animal house last the other night. Yeah. The other night. Okay. And holy shit, when you find out who was almost in there, like I knew Chevy Chase was going to be one of them, but when you find out who the other guys were, you're like, wow, Ackroyd was going to was was going to try and be put in it, and I forgot who the other guys were. I threw my notes away. So yeah, go listen to the podcast, <laughs> subscribe now so you don't miss that episode. <laughs> Gutting nice. the Sacred Cow on all podcast platforms, and of course YouTube. So go find it and and, and hear how the hell uh, I forgot her name, but how why she dislikes Animal House. Uh, you, what, what days do you release on Mondays, Tuesdays, usually Fridays, Saturdays. This week was a shit show. Cause I, I've my, uh, my wife's in London for work all week. She comes back tomorrow. So I'm oh, being the fancy role of, pants. Okay. I know being the role of, <laughs> of dad and I've got a seven year old who just, you know, she's cool. She's pretty, it doesn't bother me. She's good, but I still gotta, you know, be the role of dad. So, well, I see her tied up in the back corner there. Like, show. You might want to loosen the duct tape. I think she's she's starting uh, to bleed a I don't, little. I don't need, you don't need duct tape when you have an you don't need duct tape when you have an iPad for a seven year old. That's fair. Yep. That's a yeah, uh, or she'll go and play. Ro, she'll play Roblox on her computer. And, and, oh my gosh, and, my my youngest is nine, and uh, that's been her jam since since she came out of the womb. I think. It's like what just, a stupid game that is. Ugh. <laughs> 
one of my buddies, Anthony Yanis, said he, he goes, oh, my kid was playing Minecraft. Like, ugh, can't you be an adult and just play Call of Duty and be like every other school shooter <laughs> is out there now? Oh, man. It's a great joke. I, I know I'm butchering his joke, but that's the gist. That's, yeah, that, that's all right. You're allowed to to make it your own. Uh, it's not my own. I'm not gonna. I'm not trying to make it my own. Believe me, I'm, that's that's something that comics we get very sensitive about. Like, no, 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 no. That's not mine. That's if, well, the the pieces of shit will try and do that, but I'm not a, I'm not a thief piece of shit. I don't, you know. And any comic that tries to steal material is just garbage. So gotcha. just a little little lesson there for you. So uh, all right. So so like I said, I'm a new. I'm new to the industry or whatever you want to call it. Right. So what's something that is there anything like off the top of your head? that you think I should do or not do going forward or anyone else that's doing a podcast, starting a podcast, like what, uh, you know, what, any lessons you learned? I mean, you don't have to give any trade secrets if you don't feel like it, but be like, Hey, trade don't- secrets. There's not like a, <laughs> there's not a syllabus in, in a, in a bank vault. No, there's, somewhere. A, there's a brochure. I've seen it. It's out there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm part of the Illuminati. We all know that, but no. <laughs> I mean, no, look, don't suck. Be interesting. Have a twist. Give a give a reason people to listen. Keep it tight. Edit, 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 edit. Shorter is better. Shorter. I don't want to say because I'm here. I am. My fucking podcast is an hour and change. Sometimes <laughs> depends. Sometimes look. Sometimes people do a great job where it's like it's a. I call it the drive through episode where they blow through it and like okay we're good. You know no need for more or they suck and I have to go. All right. Well, the the less they have the audience has to hear of them the better. Some episodes go long because this is a, you know, there's so much fun, funny, you know, funny shit going on. I, I don't want to cut it. And people, it's usually the same guests that we go long with because they are good. And it's, it's, I think it's good podcast. I may be wrong. People go, fuck it. I don't care. I don't want to, I don't want to hear anything that's over 45 minutes. Well, then listen in pieces or don't listen at all or, fucking develop your attention span right and that's coming from someone with ad and that's coming from someone from add so i'm i know i'm hypocritical for saying that but yeah but you recognize it you know that's fine (laughs) that's awesome man well i'm gonna add in uh, i'm gonna get to your your links in here so i'm gonna put those in the show notes so people can check it out uh so um i you know like i said i i listen to it it's it's your your podcast is part of my rotation at this point um i mean you got a you got a few hundred episodes in there i think you're almost at 200 if i if i counted right uh, you did so that um, that's impressive alone because because if you really were a, a shitty podcast at some point you'd probably just give up. So you still have people you coming well, on. You say you say that <laughs> you say that, and you would think that, but um, there are a lot of shitty podcasts that still keep going. There are also a lot of shitty comics that are after all these years still keep going. You know, uh, but listen, admire their work ethic, and I'm not. And listen, I, I say that, but I'm not everybody. For everything, I get it. So yeah, for sure. So I'm, I'm I'm being judgmental, but that's whatever. My my point is, you still have people that are willing to come on your show, and I would like to think that people that come on your show are at least listening to an episode or two and know what they're getting themselves into. Um, maybe I could be wrong on that. I don't know, but that's what I would think. So as long as people still agree, still agree to come on, then you could keep going, you know, and you know, make some make some make some pennies along the way, maybe with some of those ads, you know. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Pennies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe some nickels. I don't know. Whatever. We'll figure that out. Um, anyway, yeah, so I'm going to put all the links here. Uh, get cool. some people to check out your show and uh, see what happens. And uh, any uh, any any closing thoughts or anything like that for 
Yeah, I want you to go to guttingthesacredcow.com, grab some sweet-ass merch. We got a hat, bag, or mug, but that's cool if you don't do it right off the bat. I'd rather earn that with you, so listen to the podcast. And if you do listen to the podcast and you like it, I want you to do me a favor. And this includes you, kind sir. I want you to go and write a five-star rating, two- or three-sentence review on the podcast you listen to it. I want, I need that. That it's how dumb as that sounds. Those re, those reviews help the algorithm and boost you up there, and that's all I want. Give me the chance to be heard in front of the masses, and yep. we're not going to let you down. But those reviews, those ratings, just like I said, subscribe helps too. But the the rating really does. And if you really like it as well, tell a friend. I've had a lot of people go, "Hey, man, I you know so and so from so and so and so and so show I heard you on," or "Hey, my buddy listens to you, and God damn, I love this," or "I hate how you 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 def- you despise Christmas Story." What's wrong with you? I'll go. Well, I'll tell you why you're dumb. Go listen to the episode. But uh, <laughs> it's 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 a bunch of that stuff. So yeah, just leave a review, tell a friend. I mean, that's just basic. That's all I want to hear, man. Just you like the show? Cool. Just share it. Yeah, a little courtesy. And that's it. right. Uh, so do you prefer the five stars on like Apple Podcasts or Podchaser or uh, like what? Yeah, Apple Podcasts would be great. Listen, if you want to, if you feel the need to copy and paste everywhere possible, please by all <laughs> means do it. I will not poo-poo that idea. Gotcha. Go right ahead. Apple Apple would be ideal. If I had to give you a hierarchy, Apple would be one. Um and I don't even know what would be number two. YouTube. YouTube helps if okay. you all that. If you if you really like if you really want to be my best friend, go watch the videos. Just have them playing on a loop and just let them play. You no, know, have them in the browser in the background. Just let them play. Yeah, That'd get the great. get the hits. And like yep. and like it too. <laughs> I tell that to my mom. I'm like, listen, if you don't want to hear what I'm talking, like if we're talking about sports, I'm like, just turn it on to something and go go in the other room and go make dinner or something. Just leave it playing through. Get get the uh, yeah. I need the algorithm to pick it up. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, man, that's awesome. All right, man. Well, listen, it was awesome having you on the show. We'll get some people to give you some ratings. I'm actually going to go on and do that uh, right now. I've, I've, I listen to you on Spotify, but I'll I'll switch over to Apple. I'll do the rating because um, I know what that's all about, too. You know, I tell people I don't I don't want your money. I, I want your support. I need you to like it. I need you to follow it. Uh, I mean, I'll take the money if they want to hand me money, too. But, you know, that's not what I'm looking for. It's it's more the listeners. So much appreciated, kind sir. Cool, man. All right. Uh, all right. Thanks, everybody, for checking in and uh, stay casual.